Ooh, welcome everyone to the Bet US NBA Picks Show. I'm Sean Second, the Money Green from the Sports Gambling Podcast. Follow me on X at Sean T Green. And the NBA is back. We're kicking it off with our daily NBA pick shows here. Joined by Chris Farley and Alex Noops Christensen. We got a hell of a show uh, for you guys today. But uh, I mean, Noops, let's just talk about it. NBA is back. How are we feeling? It's it's Christmas. This is the best. This is my favorite sport. I think it's the best sport. I think these are the best best athletes in the world. I couldn't be more excited. I know that everybody rolls their eyes regular season basketball. Blah, 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 blah. It's the best. I can't. I couldn't be happier to watch the two games we have tonight. I think there's ten or twelve tomorrow. I'm just gonna be head down, full on NBA for the next few months. No, it is. It is awesome. And it kicks off the sports equinox where you got, I mean, my Phillies are playing tonight in the game seven. We got NBA kicking off NFL college football. It's, it really is a gambler's paradise, but uh, how about you, Chris, you, you Jack for the season. I'm Jack for the season. It is, it is the uh, sports paradise, if you will, at the world series around the corner, I guess, I guess I'll be the guy to just remind our audience. You don't have to bet on like every one of these sports every single night, right? Especially in the NBA, uh, man, sometimes, especially at the start of these seasons, right? A lot of teams composed of a lot of new players. Uh, there, There's a lot of storming, forming, norming going on there. So it could be really volatile and hard to predict. Uh, and I know I'll probably approach it a little more cautiously this year because I, I'm still very heavily involved in the NFL as well. So yeah, you gotta only you only have so much time in a day, right? So I'm um, I'm pretty grateful that there's only two games for us to talk about tonight, so we can really hyper focus on that. And they should be two good ones, although some of those injury concerns starting to come up for the Suns. But we will we will get to that shortly. Yes, uh, we'll get to that. Yeah, it is it, especially early on. We don't have a lot of data. You're kind of going off of what you what you thought coming into the season. Uh, maybe some stuff from last year. So it, don't go crazy. We got a. Uh, 82 games here to uh, get down on plenty of NBA bets, but Hey, let's kick it off. You mentioned only a two game slate, but still a lot of, a uh, lot of, a lot of interesting opportunities here. First up, according to the bet us odds, we got the Lakers at the nuggets nuggets right now, minus five and a half point favorites here at home, a money line for the Lakers coming back at plus plus one seventy five total two twenty eight and a half. Chris, I'll let you get started here. Uh, what's, what's jumping at you at this slate? Yeah, first of all, always, I mean, interesting spelling of the nuggets there, but uh, always, always impressed by BetUS's graphics every year. So way to go. Oh, nailed it. The producers and team in the background. Um, yeah, so it, it makes sense that there's even more money coming in on the nuggets, right? This, this is the NBA champion of last season. They are going to be at home at the ball arena tonight in Denver. Uh, and, you know, there's a lot of pomp and circumstance that comes along with that, right? There's yeah, there's going to be the banner. There might be some speeches. I don't know if Jokic is going to get on the mic, uh, but you know that that arena will be rocking there in Denver. But uh, I am going to have a play on the Lakers in this game. Initially, I was going to do money line, you know, try to do just a, a really uh, assertive play right from from the start. But I know that many of our listeners, if I go money line, you're still going to take the you know the plus five or plus five and a half. So we'll just go plus five and a half. Hopefully, not be too aggressive here, but. Lakers, especially Anthony Davis and LeBron James, have been talking a lot about how excited they are about this first game of the season. Because as we know, they got quickly booted from the Western Conference Finals last year by those Nuggets when they were surging. A lot of these new parts coming together for the Lakers, guys like Austin Reeves, guys like Rui Hachimura, 
you know, th- this is a team and a roster that I think is composed very well at this point. I love that they added um, Prince to the lineup as well. I think he's going to be a great two-way player for them, kind of at the height of his powers. You know, 29 years old, had a, uh, I believe, 57% effective field goal shooting percentage last year. He, he can bring them some really good offense. Uh, and, you know, this is just – and then think about a guy like Gabe Vincent, right, coming from the Heat, tough guy, tough player, tough point guard who has a lot of experience in the playoffs and in these big games. This is a roster now with a lot of depth. I love how Anthony Davis and LeBron James have been talking about this game beforehand because they were talking about all all the, you know, trash talking that happened in those NBA playoffs last year. They're excited to get out there and to prove that this is a team that's going to be a contender this year. And I, I know it can be gross. I know you either love or you hate LeBron James and the Lakers, but I think this is a very formidable team this year that the Western Conference is going to have to pay attention to. I think it's going to start on defense with them tonight. I think Anthony Davis, look, I'm, I'm not a prop guy, but he, he seems very, very motivated for this game. His point prop is around 23 and a half. Usually when, when he's at his best, the Lakers are going to be at their best. Uh, and he seems very fired up for this game. So I have to take the points with the Lakers here on the road. I do think they could win this game straight up. They're fired up. I think this game means matter, uh, matters more to them. And, you know, I, I must say, I don't think that the lack of uh, attention to detail that Jokic plays uh, in the in the offseason to basketball is really going to affect him, right? He played in five out of six preseason games. I'm sure he's still going to be one of the best players in the world. But as tends to happen in these banner games, right, where we have all the pomp and circumstance beforehand, sometimes the guard can be let down a little bit, right? And then you got the Lakers kind of lying there waiting in the weeds. I just I like their energy coming into this one. Got to take the points. Yeah, you make a strong case as far as the revenge factor, the motivation factor. I I can't recall. I mean, I've been watching LeBron since he came into the league. I I can't recall where LeBron had a a regular season opening night in his crosshairs. Maybe that maybe that first, uh, you know, Miami big three season. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go against that. Uh, All that being said, I like the Nuggets at home. I like an early elevation game for these guys. I know they're in the best shape of their lives. We always hear those narratives. Oh, we're so focused. We're in the best shape of your lives. Let's be honest. This is the NBA. Some of these guys are still going to be playing themselves into shape a little bit. Uh, so the fact that you're getting that home elevation and, and you mentioned the banner night, I think this is going to go well for the nuggets. Uh, you look at historically 78% of teams have won their, uh, you know, that won the championship have won their opening night. That's going back pretty far there. Uh, 74 game sample. But I, I, I just look at that Lakers team last year who started out so slow. I get, I get, they're talking about, they're going to be focused, but I, I guess I have to see it to believe it. I mean, this Lakers team started off two and 10, uh, straight up last year, including a 110 to 99 loss to this Nuggets team in Denver. I, I, they haven't been great as a road dog last year. I, I, I'm with you as far as their friskiness in the conference and their friskiness for the season overall. We kind of hit on them as a as I know I th- I think Shark was on them as a uh, division winner um, in their division. So that's kind of interesting to me as well. But I think in this particular game. I like the Nuggets. I know it's chalky, but uh, I'm going to have them laying the five and a half. Noops, uh, what do you, what's your what's your take on this? 
Well, I like that we have a guaranteed winner tonight. No matter yeah. what happens, one of the two of you will win. What? That's always a good thing. We but, will have uh, a clip of, of one of us nailing this game, it feels like. <laughs> I will say, though, I find it interesting, the conversation that's being had about this game, and it continues to fit in a theme where nobody cares about the Denver Nuggets. Nobody talked about the Nuggets at all last year. It was all about their opponents. They weren't even favored over the Suns in, in, in round two. They weren't favorites to win the final until Boston got knocked out. Chris just made a great case for the Lakers. Sean, you just made sort of an anti-Lakers case, not even like a pro-Nuggets case. So yeah, I, I just how good the Nuggets are. <laughs> I'm just going to keep harping on it until the market adjusts here. Again, if you watch the future show, I love the Nuggets to win the title this year. I don't know why they're not the favorites. In terms of tonight, these are weird games. Again, it's banner night. So um, not only does this game start 5.30 local time, which is kind of a funky start, there's going to be a ceremony beforehand. They'll hang a banner. Um, Nuggets guys will have to give speeches. I wonder if they'll make Jokic say something or not. And I didn't that know could I sort of speech too. Like you that's right. Him. Oh wait, I have to play more <laughs> basketball in the summer and do extra speeches. I don't like <laughs> winning the title. Yeah, he's probably I hope he talks about his horse. Yes, he's, he's going to give a speech. I want to hear more about his horse. <laughs> yeah, more Joker horse content, please. Yeah, it's just, it's a tough game to handicap. I'm just going to watch this one and enjoy it. I was thinking about maybe a first quarter under or first half under. Sometimes these games start clunky, but if it's anything like what we saw in that playoff series, the pace is going to be fast. So even though shots might not be falling, there might just be too many of them. So again, lean first quarter under, lean first half under, but I'll pass on this one. Although I do have a play in the next one. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, two games. We can't, we can't, uh, we can't do pass on both, right? We gotta, we gotta, we gotta get some action a little bit. It is opening night, and we got uh, the Phoenix Suns heading up to Golden State, uh, ten o'clock. Oh yes, and of course, my uh, pick is Denver minus five and a half. And Chris, you're locking in Lakers plus five and a half, right? Yes, sir. And you know, just a little note for the audience. We had a winning overall record last season. And as you can see, show number one, we're going against each other. So we yep. got an automatic loser here, and we're still winning. Okay. So, so that, you know, just something to keep in mind. We'll, fit, we'll get the bat sorted out. Uh, maybe on this next game where we might have uh, some consensus. Of course, Suns at the Warriors. Warriors right now, a two and a half point home favorite. Uh, Suns plus 120 on the money line coming back. Total is set at 233. And a half. We already have some injury news. Bradley Beal is out. Uh, Devin Booker dealing with the foot injury. And last night, looking at the line, it was closer to a pick. Uh, I think there was even some moments where Warriors were a uh, one-point home dog. And then some of this injury news uh, trickled out. Noops, uh, what's your handle on this game? Yeah, it's a lot of interesting moves here. It kind of sat around a pick. You know, Phoenix Suns moved to small favorites when Draymond Green looked like he was going to be out. He will be out tonight. And, and then we saw starting last night into this morning, a creep towards the Warriors way. And we find out Bradley Beal going to be out. He's dealing with a back injury, uh, might play Thursday, might play Saturday, definitely not playing tonight. And Devin Booker has a foot injury. He will go into the game, go through warmups, and, and we'll see how that goes. If Devin Booker plays with Kevin Durant, one of the bets I'm going to be making on this team a lot early this season, and probably for most of the season, is the Suns team total over. If you watch the show, you know I love team totals, and this particular squad is, is going to be one of the best offenses possibly ever in the NBA, once everybody's healthy and running here. We saw 
bits and pieces of it in the preseason. And, and, you know, I know defenses aren't as locked in there, but the efficiency with which they were able to move, the speed, um, the way that they were just making shot after shot after shot, uh, this team is going to score a lot of points. And especially tonight with no Draymond Green out there, we know how much Golden State struggles without him. They're going to be trying to integrate Chris Paul tonight for the first time in a real situation. And as much as he does slow the game down a little bit, defensively he struggles these past few seasons. So I am going to cross my fingers, hope Devin Booker plays, because I have taken the Phoenix Suns. Give me the team total over. It's at 115 right now, and I'll just keep betting that. If all these guys are healthy and that's anything less than 119 and a half, 119, you know, we saw 117 earlier this morning. I'm just going to keep betting that for weeks to come. Yeah, I mean, hard to make a case against the Suns offense, especially. Yeah, I mean, just Booker and KD, just start there. Uh, like you said, I I'm going back again, maybe just relying on some uh, last year priors here, but Golden State at home. They were so good, ATS, 30, 16, and 1, best team in the uh in the league there against the spread at home i know they don't have draymond green but i'd also look towards uh, a coaching advantage like steve kerr knows his team he's familiar with this team he knows how to coach him frank vogel lot to figure out on the phoenix sun side you know what their rotation is going to look like just a lot of moving parts um, you know, Andrew Wiggins has been good against uh, Phoenix historically averaging 19 and a half points per game. He maybe helps out with, uh, some of this stuff you're missing with Draymond there. I, I just, the warriors at home, I can't go against them, especially at this small number minus two and a half. Sure. It would have been great to get him a pick him, but I still feel pretty comfortable laying. I mean, I would play this up to four. I feel really good about golden state early in the season. I'm high on them, you know, for the season as well. You know, Bradley Beal being out, Booker maybe if he does play, is he a hundred percent? I think all that is is trending in the Warriors' favor. So yeah, I like Warriors minus two and a half. Chris, how do you see this game shaking out? Yeah, I think the Warriors are up to three now at BetUS. So if you like the Warriors, grab it because this line is up to three and a half at some books. Looks like it's going to creep up to four. We're moving. Uh, Devin Booker, yeah, was that? They said Booker's we're moving out. the line. We're moving the line live in this show. Yeah. Um. So it looks like Devin Booker, yeah, like you guys said, 50-50 with that looks like a left big toe, which I'm I'm not a pro basketball player, but I play some sports in my day, and that seems like a really annoying injury, right? So, uh, you know, maybe something to keep him on the sidelines until it gets better. That being said, I have a few long-term and short-term concerns for these Suns. Uh, like like Alex said, though, right, offensively, uh, they're going to be right up there with, I mean, Celtics, Bucks, Suns, maybe even still the Kings. These are going to be... Very potent offense is most likely, but God, you know, who does this team have defensively? You know, uh, Yusuf Nurkic brought over, not not a guy that I trust on the defensive end or as a rim protector, at least not on a consistent basis. Uh, and then, you know, their leader is, for all intents and purposes, is gone, right? CP3 kind of trying to hand over the keys as the leader of the Phoenix Suns to Devin Booker, it seemed, for seasons on end. Devin Booker, a, a truly exceptional uh, scorer and shooter. Not sure if he's an encore general or encore leader. You know, Kevin Durant, kind of same way, right? Kind of has that, like, you know, quiet confidence about himself. But I could see this team really surging and exploding in some spots. But going up to Golden State in game one, now CP3 playing against his former team, right? And I, I love him on the Warriors as that facilitator. What's more dangerous than Steph Curry with the ball in his hand? Steph Curry running free, running open, Clay Thompson, and a facilitator like CP3 you know, one of the best passers the NBA has ever seen, um, able to facilitate that offense even better than it was. I know Draymond Green is out tonight, but we got Kevon Looney, who really came on last season, really, really impressed me, uh, you know, very consistently in the playoffs and in the regular season. 
uh, just a player that has vastly improved on both ends of the court. Uh, so this is a Warriors team. You know, the line is going up for a reason here. I got the one. I like the two and a half. Thank you for giving us that on the show. Uh, you know, but the Warriors are going to be a tough team to beat this year, I think, in general, especially at home. And the Suns, you know, th- this just checks out as a team that's going to need a little bit of, you know, development and time together. Bradley Beal back in the lineup a little bit more once he comes back as well. So I think they get off to a little bit of a shaky s- start. And then, you know, maybe we s- see them putting up like 130 points consistently, um, you know, as the as the season goes on. And then maybe it doesn't matter if they're playing any defense, right? But I, I think it's going to matter tonight at Golden State. So I'm riding with those Warriors. Yep. Lock it in for me. Give me the Warriors minus two and a half minus three. Like I said, uh, play it up to play it up to four. I feel pretty good about it. Uh, Chris, you're on the Warriors minus two and a half noops. You got the Suns team total as well. They're over one fifteen and a half noops question for you. For me, how do you see uh, Chris Paul getting integrated into this team? I know there's reports he's coming off the bench, but what do you, what do you kind of see his role on this Warriors team and any, uh, any thoughts on how he might be integrated in the office in particular tonight? Yeah, I'm curious to see how it goes. My expectation is tonight, you know, they'll give him kind of the token start. Draymond's out, so they'll roll him in there. Um, they'll use Kavon Looney and, and things like that. But long term, I expect him to come off the bench and almost kind of be a cooler in a way. Uh, you know, when they bring Steph Curry off the floor, he's going to come in, take hold of the offense, make sure that things are still being efficient. But, um, you know, we saw last year when Curry was off the court, uh, there really wasn't anybody there, especially with Jordan Poole taking a diminished role, taking a big step back. There was not somebody who was a general out there on the floor who was able to sort of command the offense, keep things going, get control of the game. Uh, those were really rough for them. So I think that's the most valuable thing he can do for that team. And, you know, Steve Kerr is a professional. He knows how to deal with these guys as a player himself, as a coach, you know, for a long time. And one of the, you know, most star-studded locker rooms you'll have pretty much ever. So I think he knows how to deal with these guys. And I think we'll see Chris Paul slide in as the sixth man at some point. And again, we talked about it on the future show. Get yourself some Chris Paul sixth man of the year, year, year tickets. Yeah, it does feel like there's a lot of respect for Chris Paul in the league. He's never had that, you know, uh, playoff run. And especially with those award stuff, there's always a narrative around it, right? So the narrative for him for six man, it it, it got laid out great on the uh, future show of just, hey, we like Chris Paul. We want to we want to toss him a bone. Okay, we respect and- him for taking a back seat. Yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. Finding that role that fits for him. I uh, sacrificing for the better of the team. Yes, a true, a true hero. I'm gonna also play. Uh, give me Chris Paul over eleven and a half points. Now maybe there's a world where he comes in and he's just he's Mister Distributor, going out of his way to be the new guy. But I think you know Draymond, or sorry, not Draymond, but I think like Steph, Clay, they know how much this revenge game means to him. They're gonna want him to get his buckets, feel like a part of the team. There's always that narrative in basketball, like who's gonna get their shots, what's going on here. At Chris Paul over eleven and a half. Uh, feels very doable for me. So I'm going to sprinkle that on as well. Lock that up for a props play for me as well. I mean, he went over 12.60% of the time last season. I feel like this is a good spot for him, especially in this offense against the Suns defense, a defense he knows he played, you know, what, every day in practice. So I think a very good opportunity for him to get 12 here tonight. All right. Uh, before we get going, of course, uh, the Q and a section, if you have questions, feel free to toss them into the old YouTube chat. Make sure you subscribe, uh, to the NBA picks and predictions uh, channel here. So you don't miss 
our daily episodes, of course, noon East, 9 a.m. Pacific. Um, Scott D wants to know, uh, are you leaning to the under noops? What did you make the total? He's, he's, uh, he has a question about the total overall here. Yeah, it's a tough one. You know, so when I started this process, I assumed Draymond Green was out. We'd have Beal Booker and Durant. I had it about 238, 239. We're down to 233 right now. Um, I would not play under there. Again, I think that what we're seeing here with no Draymond Green, and, you know, obviously I'd rather have Beal and Booker in there. If Booker's in, great. If he's out, not. The pace, out, fine. Uh, the pace is going to be fast tonight. There is not a lot of defenders on the floor. I mean, Golden State, you've got Looney and, and Wiggins. They're going to give. You know, a few guys some trouble. You'll see Wiggins following Durant around all night. Looney will probably do a good job at the rim. But uh, the way the Suns team wants to score, I, I don't see Looney really being a big impact player defensively. Uh, it's a lot of shooting for them, a lot of long-range stuff, a lot of stuff kind of around the free throw line. So uh, I'm going to basically probably wait and see who's actually playing. If Booker is out and this total gets to, like, 228, 229, I'll, I'll play the over. So uh, it's over a pass for me. I'm definitely not grabbing it under. Yeah, I'm with you. It seems like a lot has to go wrong for this under to come through. Uh, Samuel in the YouTube chat is saying no, uh, no, Draymond Green, KD about to go over. Chris, is that is that something you would co-sign? Uh, K, you know, KD going off here. Uh, you know, obviously it's it's always kind of a sexy play or something you want to look at for Kevin Durant going over. But also, I'll say this: presumptuous to say the least, right? I mean, it's it's the first game of the season, so playing props of any regard. Is going to be pretty tough. You know, we don't have really any any kind of evidence of how these teams with slightly new rosters are approaching these games. Um, you know, you lean toward Kevin Durant over because especially if Devin Booker is not playing, right? The the load of the the offense is going to be on Kevin Durant. Uh, but I have a different prop that I'm I'm thinking about, and I, I got to say, historic historically, uh, ATS pretty damn good. Props not so much. Okay, so <laughs> you know, take this with give, a grain of salt. You're but, giving a warning, audience. Yeah, I'll give it a warning, but Kevon Looney tonight, who should be in a featured role, should have plenty of minutes without Draymond Green out there. You know, nine and a half, ten is where his rebounds are at. We saw, especially in the playoffs, the end of last season, I mean, Kevon Looney was, if I can remember correctly, I think he was getting like 12, 13, 15, 17 rebounds in some games. So this is a game where he should be featured more. That seems pretty low for his total and rebounds. That's something I would look at. Kevin Durant, yeah, I, I would lean towards the over. That's not something... I would necessarily look at tonight. Could be a game where the Warriors really take over, you know, and we see Kevin Durant kind of, you know, fading away in the second half. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. If I had to choose a side on KD, I would do a slight lean to the under, but it's tough to look to any of these unders because I'm with I'm with noobs as far as the pace uh, being fast and 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 plenty of good scoring opportunities with I you know teams that are not dying to play a ton of defense, especially early on in the season. You know, they save the defense for the playoffs in the NBA. Okay, time for everyone's favorite uh, portion of the program, the best bets. Noops, uh, what, are, what are you liking for your best bets? I guess you're going uh, team total here, right? I am. I'm sticking with the Suns team total over. Again, fingers crossed. If we find out Devin Booker is out, don't play this number. Um, again, it will almost certainly drop, but I'll look maybe for a full game over once the market has settled at that point. But assuming Booker's in, Suns score a ton of points. We're going to have a lot of these Suns team total overs to start the season, so why not start right away? 
Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Even as a guy who's on warriors minus two and a half, you make a, you make a solid case for the team total on the Suns and the warriors minus two and a half is of course my best bet. Feel the, feel the best about this warriors team motivated at home. That's where they thrive. Chris Paul revenge game, a lot going right for them uh, in this spot. Chris, what about you of your picks here? What's your favorite? The Warriors is also my favorite, especially at two and a half here. Not not sure if you're going to find two and a half uh, much around anymore, but you know, try to look for it. We still got a three, I believe, at BetUS, which is a very nice number with everything happening. So uh, the Warriors probably be my favorite play. Still really like those Lakers, and I think um, it could you know it could be a good avenue to maybe look at them early too, right? Lakers fired up. You know, looking for vengeance. Maybe early in this game is an, is another good way to play it. Nuggets should only get better as this game goes on. But I still have a lot of confidence in a Lakers team that are that you know they're looking to redeem themselves after the playoffs last season. Yeah, LeBron does have that chip on the shoulder. That I guess that would scare me off slightly for making it uh, best bets, but still feel pretty good about the Nuggets at home. They're just they're dominant, and to, to Noobs's point, like still no respect. Uh, in the marketplace. We'll see how that shakes out. Hey, this was a really fun show. Even with the uh, limited slate, we will be back tomorrow. Of course, same time, noon East, 9 a.m. Pacific. Uh, Noobs, where can people check you out? On Twitter, and I refuse to call it anything else but Twitter. It will always be Twitter. Elon <laughs> Musk can suck it. At underscore Noobs. <laughs> uh, what about you, Chris? Where can people follow you? Yeah, at Farley Bets, uh, as I lose my voice, at Farley Bets on Instagram and Twitter. And I must say, I'm no longer on TikTok. Guys, I had a TikTok presence. One of the best decisions of my life. One of the best decisions of my life to go off TikTok. Uh, Call me old, but you you can find me on X, Twitter, whatever you call it, and Instagram. Farley Bets. Yeah, uh, follow me. I'm not on TikTok. I may have an account, but I trust me, I am not on it. Uh, you can follow <laughs> me on X at Sean T. Green. Check out the Sports Gambling Podcast and make sure you subscribe to the BetUS NBA Pick Show and BetUS. Ton of great shows, college football, NFL. They got you covered, and we will see you tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in, and of course, let it ride. <laughs>